0: Hello, small business leaders, innovators, and visionaries. Welcome to this custom ink podcast, The Secret Leads Goldmine How Savvy Companies Capitalize on Q5. I'm your host, Rakia Reynolds, Inc contributor and founder of SkyBlue Media, a strategic communications consultancy. Today we dive into the often overlooked potential of Q5, which typically can stretch from Cyber Monday all the way through the end of January. While it's customary for businesses to ease up on spending during this time, those who are diligent in advertising, promotion, and social media can unlock opportunities. This dynamic conversation wouldn't be possible without the incredible support of our partner Meta. So get ready as we reimagine the way we think, create, and lead our way through Q5. I'm joined by brilliant minds shaping the landscape of Q5 success. Becky Bowie, director of Small Business Group North America at Meta, and two dynamic small business owners, Lorne Petrulo of Mongoose Media and John Way of John Way Martial Arts. Together, they bring a wealth of unique expertise and perspectives that will help to inform how you're approaching Q5. So. As we're talking about Q5, I want to ask all of you, take us through everything. Take us through any ideas that you have around lead generation tactics, or let's back it up. When do you all start Q5 planning? Lauren, let's start with you.
1: I can kick it off. Our Q5 planning, honestly, starts in September because we do Black Friday planning starting in July. And so our Black Friday campaigns really start in September. So thus we're planning what is happening immediately after the cyber holiday, cyber week in September. John?
2: Well, for us, we start planning around October. Um, First, we encountered uh, Thanksgiving and Black Friday, but Christmas, Christmas. New Year's for our business uh, plays a major impact on our Q5. You know, people uh, during the holidays, they tend to eat, they tend to spend, they go out, enjoy. And then right around the holidays and the New Year, they're ready to get back in shape. We gear up all the way from October, November, December. But once December hits around, we're really pushing all the organic uh, social media out there. We're increasing our Facebook lead ads, Instagram story, real ads. And we just want an incredible Q5 for December and January.
0: Wow. Thank you for that. And Becky, you see so many different aspects of all businesses planning for Q5. When do you think it's a great time to start planning for Q5?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think the earlier you can start the better in part because so much of it is dependent on testing and finding what works for you and always being on top of the best practices. And so figuring out that test and learn methodology as well as um, being ready for all of the different sub seasons within Q5 and how that impacts the creative messaging. So John was mentioning a few things that impact his business, but all the way from people being in that festive mindset, maybe they're shopping for other people and buying gift cards, maybe they start to shop for themselves and then it really abruptly turns into that time where you stop focusing on the holiday and you start thinking about the new year and planning for your life and your family and your business and your health and your, you know, your legal issues and all of those things start to really um, kick into gear at the end of the year. And so being ready as early as possible so that you have your creative planning done, you have your testing strategy done, and you're ready to go because every minute counts when you're into these like micro seasons.
0: You know, speaking of micro-seasons, you talked about micro-seasons and you talked about sub-seasons. For all of you, are there particular trends that you pay attention to as you are planning your Q5 strategies? And if there are trends out there that you pay attention to, we'd love to know. John, you want to start?
2: Well, I mean, the setup for us is very important, you know, because it is the holidays, right? People are out shopping, they're out eating, celebrating with friends, and, you know, all that does come into play. Once the New Year hits around, you know, they have spent money on everybody else. I think for them, a lot of individuals, and, and this is me included, is, okay, let me spend some money on myself. Let me try to improve myself because it's the New Year. And I think it's very important, rather than wait until January to start, putting out that message and making those connections with the customers, we start early. So even though October, November, December, I mean, my marketing goes straight up. We don't pull back. Everybody else will cut back after Christmas. I think that's the time to step on the gas, especially for small businesses. And you know, throughout that time, we make those connections. We hit those pain points. We try to help them with if they have any issues or problems, we try to address that. And I think one most important thing too is because they're coming from the holidays. So they're used to saving monies. Everybody's talking about, Hey, discount here, discount here. So we have to offer something of real value. It can't just be, Hey, coming for a 20% discount. I don't think, that will motivate them. But throughout the process of us putting out good content and creating value, and then January hits around, and we put up a special offer that they didn't see during Christmas or Black Friday. And they're like, wow, this is pretty special. And I think that is putting all those things together like a little formula. I think that's the best way to convert once 2024 hits around.
0: Lauren, it looks like you
1: want to answer. Big trends that we follow when planning for Q5 are honestly around gift guides. As Becky brought up earlier, we start in September because we're planning different guides for him, guides for her, guides for mom, guides for partner, and making sure that we can have those available so when people are ready to start shopping. And then we look at And evaluate when is Amazon doing their prime day, because that takes in a lot of buying behavior. We look at when does the United States Postal Service announce their final day of shipping to arrive in time for the holidays. And then, of course, as John was bringing up, the new year, new you kind of sentiments. We'll plan specific creative, whether that's copy or design in the ads to match when people are with their families, because that's a very intimate time, especially for larger transactions, conversations that require multi-generational aspects, so whether it's car buying, vacation planning, things of that nature. So those holidays and those trends will dictate when they're with their family and when products can actually arrive in time for the holidays. That's great. Becky? Becky? Yeah, I
3: think that there's a lot of different things that come to mind just listening to what John and Lauren just said. But I think obviously across the different advertisers that use our platform, there's a whole bunch of different strategies for different sub-industries, but it always comes down to what's happening with the supply of consumers spending time on these apps. What mindset are they in? Are they in a conversion shopping mindset? Are they in an exploration mindset? Are they in an awareness mindset waiting? And then um, how do those things play together with the demand that's coming in? Um, The number of advertisers that are advertising at any any given time. Those come together to determine like how good your performance is. You know, at times you might be paying more by getting more conversions. And then there might be other times that the conversions start to drop, but not as greatly as the demand drops, which means that you get a price savings there. And I think that's why we get really excited about Q5 specifically because everyone is aware that holiday season is uh, an important time and that advertising is crazy during that time. Not everyone is aware of the opportunity afforded by the Q5 trends specifically. And so I think it's a time that from a business perspective, a lot of us want to slow down, like some agencies shut down at the end of the year, like you get into that mindset of like talk to me in in 2024, you know, but um, from a consumer mindset, like if they have new devices, they're spending time, they're sitting on their couch more with their family, like they are still spending time on Meta's apps and in that discovery mode all through the season. And so they're automatically thinking about the new year, whenever the holidays happen, probably even still like on the holidays themselves, like they're not, taking a break from thinking about their life and thinking about their New Year's resolutions. So those behaviors and those opportunities exist all through the season. It's just that a different volume of advertisers take advantage of it, which, you know, really does pose an opportunity for those who are ready.
0: So Lauren, I wanted to get this question over to you. Can you share specific examples of how you leverage Q5 for increased revenue and and if there are any key insights that you've gained from leveraging Q5 that has really set your business up for success in the year ahead?
1: Yeah, so during Q5, when so many of the you know the big brick and mortar stores that are selling products geared towards Christmas, when they exit the ad platform, we have done a lot of lead generation using instant lead forms, so that we can essentially build our entire list of customers for some of our clients. We have clients that are uh, selling high-end products. We have clients that are selling large high-ticket items. And what we'll do is during the Q5 season, uh, use instant lead forms with custom questions and conditional-based questions so that we can have more qualified leads than what our Google ad traffic, than what our web traffic leads are coming in from. Because we're asking hyper-specific questions that sets up our sales team for success when they're calling and following up and converting these individuals in the January, February, March time when they're ready to make this acquisition. Because a lot of what happens for us with Q5 is we find individuals that are in their discovery phase and we're able to get ahead of them before they're ready to buy, before they're even thinking about Googling what the solution is. So we can get ahead of them really cost-effectively, ask them hyper-laser-focused questions that enrich our CRM, and then support our sales agents with the ways that they can call these leads so that they're having these conversations that lead to really strong conversions. Like I'm talking about paying a few dollars for a lead that leads into five figures in sales a few months later. Like We've found Q5 and using instant lead forms and lead acquisitions way more cost-effective because we're able to do all these custom questions and conditional-based logic inside the meta platform which would take us weeks to develop a landing page with the developers and the creative and all that comes into that can break. If the mobile uh, page is loading too slow, there's a thousand and a half things that can go wrong. And during Q5, we can launch all of these tests super quickly where we're building up our whole sales funnel for at least Q1 and Q2
0: in a matter of days versus months. You just gave us an entire playbook. Thank you so much, Lauren. You know, one of the things, Becky, I want to have you lean into is, can you talk to us about why it's so important for this period of Q5 to be, you know, our time for lead generation? And then also would love to understand any tools in Q5 that Meta supports.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of why Q5 is just a great opportunity to set up for a really strong New Year, you've got e-com advertisers starting to move out of the way, especially because like Lauren mentioned earlier, things like earlier Amazon Prime Day, it's really stretching the holiday season to start earlier. So the competition dwindles down earlier. So q 5s going to even be a bigger opportunity this year is my prediction. But in terms of the top tips for using the tools, you guys have heard a few of these mentions, but I want to make it clear. And we have a lot of tools, but I'm going to, I try to narrow down to the top five, top five for Q5. The first is Instant Forms. Both of you guys have mentioned Instant Forms. So this is an opportunity You know why people are in that mindset of sitting on the couch and kind of multitasking. They're staying within the app, auto-filling their information. So it's easy, it's quick loading, it's mobile first. And so it's a great for you, way for you to generate ads. And then using um, tailored-based campaigns to ensure that you're using AI to get the best possible results in the ads that are driving to those instant forms. The third one would be using extra features like conditional logic. And so um, this is an opportunity for you to get even better quality leads because you can ask additional questions to make sure that you're continuing to refine the people that you're talking to and ensure it's the right people that you're trying to target. So that's pretty new. I don't think a lot of advertisers who use Instant Forms are aware that there are new features like that to make them work even better. And then I would follow that with another one that is, I think, under adopted because it's relatively new and that's integrating our conversions API with your CRM. So a lot of people are aware of the conversions API for measurement, but if you integrate it specifically into your CRM, that's an opportunity for you to signal back to our system, which leads like the value of the lead. So it's not just like, give me as many leads as possible, which maybe that was like a, an older strategy, the, the lowest cost per lead, but it's no, these are the highest quality, highest value leads. And I want more of this. I want more people who look like this. Um, and then I'll, I'll lead you with like a, a combo one so I can try to keep it at five. A-B testing, using the A-B testing tool. So you can make sure you're getting the right messages out there and that you have a a designed experiment that's telling you exactly what's working best. Um, and then of course the creative strategy, making sure that you're you're planning for all these seasonal moments and that you're thinking about what your customer wants. Like John says, they're they they have a high expectation of discounts. So like keep that in mind as you're packaging your creative and keep adjusting your creative throughout the season.
0: Becky, thank you so much for that. I I just wanna say you all shared so many great insights between the tailored approach, the A-B testing, utilizing AI, you know, Meta has such a great ecosystem for folks like you, Lauren, folks like John, for my business as well. So I just wanted to thank you all for sharing such valuable insights. I feel like we had such a great quick tactical conversation and i just want to tell everyone out here not only should we be leaning into q5 but you all should be using all of these tips to plan your q5 strategies on behalf of inc and our partner at meta we want to thank you to everyone who joined today for our podcast unveiling hidden potential how smart companies succeed in q5 and good luck with your q5 thank you thank you thank
2: you